This episode is sponsored by Code Health. Code connects healthcare providers to the largest community of medical coding professionals in the country with over 4,600 domestic certified coders. As a single stop for all coding needs, Code's on-demand model has solved for daily staffing challenges and coding inefficiencies by allowing providers to access the right coder at the right time while gaining insights to better manage their coding operations. To learn more about Code, visit CodeHealth.com, that's K-O-D-E Health.com, or email Code directly at partnerships at CodeHealth.com. and welcome to Voices in Healthcare Finance. I'm Erica Grotto. It's 2019, so I can only assume you're listening while in the gym, thinking about all the ways you'll save money this year while traveling more and finally learning how to play the banjo. Whatever your New Year's resolution, we'll be here to help you broaden your healthcare finance knowledge, and we're glad you tuned in today. Today's episode is all about the year ahead. Rick Gundling, HFMA's Senior Vice President of Healthcare Financial Practices, will be here with Rich Daly to talk about what hospitals and health systems should be thinking about in 2019, and later we'll have five strategies to transform healthcare in the new year. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsor, GHX. GHX is a healthcare business and data automation company, empowering healthcare organizations to enable better patient care and maximize industry savings using a world-class cloud-based supply chain technology exchange platform, solutions, analytics, and services. In our last episode, I spoke with Matt Houston, Vice President of Customer Operations and Product Management of ePay at GHX, about the people, processes, and technology required for a transition to payment automation. And speaking of transitions, here's a brief message before we move on. We'll be back with Rich Daly and Rick Gundling in just a moment. Where do you go for help deciphering the latest regulations? HFMA, of course. As a member, you have exclusive access to peer-generated articles that make sense of ever-evolving policy changes and offer practical advice for navigating legislative landmines. Not yet a member? Join now. Visit hfma.org slash join to discover all the benefits of membership. This is Rich Daly, Senior Writer and Editor for HFMA. Joining me now is Rick Gunling, Senior Vice President for HFMA, to talk a little bit about what's coming up in 2019. Thanks for joining us today on the Voices in Healthcare Finance podcast, Rick. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate being here. So we're at the beginning of the new year for 2019, but looking back to 2018, was there a particular surprise for you? Well, I guess I do need to talk about the the surprise at the end of 2018 because it's kind of top of mind. The uh, you know a federal judge in Texas recently struck down the Affordable Care Act as unconstitutional ruling that the law's individual mandate couldn't be uh, severed from the rest of the ACA. You know, I think first it's likely, you know, the decision's going to be stayed until the case works its way through um, the appeal process. Um, And it's going to likely involve the Supreme Court. Uh, You know, assuming the decision is stayed for appeal, you know, the ruling's not really going to impact coverage covered by the ACA. And I think the the CMS and HHS um, had sent out notices to that effect as well. But I think it is top of mind to think about and appreciate, you know, if the ruling does stand and, you know, it's applied to the entire ACA, um, it's, it does more than invalidate the coverage uh, expansion and the guaranteed issue. You know, the ACA included, 
you know, significant cuts to Medicare uh, payments for hospitals, the DISH, uh, market basket update reductions, value-based payment, you know, the readmissions and the the hacks, value-based purchasing, funding for CMMI, required posting of hospital charges, um, and the requirement that hospitals have to create uh, community health needs assessments. Um, it has lots of tentacles. Um, and third, uh, you know, given the, uh, the voting public's recent support for guaranteed issue, um, it's likely that Congress is going to attempt to pass legislation to ensure access to coverage. And uh, while this may uh, present an opportunity to salvage parts of the ACA, um, Republicans are likely going to own that issue, um, and Democrats are not likely to make a lot of concessions as they look to further electoral gains in 2020. But I think the big part is the psychological effect. Um, it's significant because I think plans and providers, HFMA members, are really going to have to monitor the progress of the case and think about contingency plans as it moves forward. So now looking forward to 2019, uh, beyond those legal questions, what do you see as at the forefront for healthcare finance leaders? Wow. Since we haven't fixed all the issues yet that we've, we're addressing in 2018, we're going to still be working on those. Um, but looking into uh, 2019, HFMA members see a lot of some uh, the same top challenges as they did in 2018. You know, digital health care, patient-centered care, you know, which is focused on um, total health care improvement, are rising concerns. Um, so for 2019, health care executives are facing many challenges as technology concerns are addressed and we continue to move uh, more fully towards a value-based uh, care system. So there's a laundry list of, of uh, issues and top challenges for uh, 2019. I think the, the digital healthcare organization, HSA, HSAs, portals, patient literacy, uh, wearables, and other patient-generated data um, is going to be uh, increased focus. I think rising pharmacy costs, implementing strategies to address the growth of pharma costs, along with the benefits uh, for quality of care and, and total um, health care costs. I think we're going to be looking quite a bit at some of the healthcare market disruptors, the new players like Amazon, Chase, Apple, Walmart, and Google. Um, I think we'll, we'll find out a little bit more about the JPM, uh, Berkshire, and um, Amazon um, uh, partnership um, in 2019. So some of the operational effectiveness, implementing lean uh, quality programs, process improvement, um, and efficiencies, robotics, automations, and artificial intelligence, and how that's applied to the revenue cycle in particular. You know, the opioid uh, management is still going to be top of mind. We're still developing strategies for identifying and supporting individuals and populations with uh, substance abuse and addiction or those at risk of addiction. Data and analytics, leveraging data to manage health, drive individual provider and payer decisions. You know, with that comes cybersecurity. Uh, protecting the privacy and security of that consumer information to maintain the uh, the trust in sharing that data. I think the consumer health, improving members and uh, our consumers' overall medical, social, financial, and environmental well-being, uh, population health services with community-based health strategies, uh, driving clinical integration, chronic disease management, and all, you know, addressing the barriers to social determinants of health. I think the whole area of social determinants of health is rising for health systems and providers and health plans um, and how to address that. And 
it, you know, part of that was from value-based payments. All of a sudden, there's a business case for addressing the societal benefits or determinants of, of health. You know, with the value-based payments, transitioning to um, and targeting specific medical conditions and manage that cost and quality of care. And the whole area of consumerism and the fi financial experience of the consumerism of the consumer is in focus. I see. And so now that we've got uh, Medicare Advantage continuing to grow uh, on a sustained rate in 2018, I was wondering if you see specifically that growth continuing into this new year. Yes, actually, I do see it continuing to grow. You know, it was once not a highly esteemed program. Um, and and in many cases, it has become the preferred choice of consumers and clinicians both. You know, it, it, for many um, stakeholders, policymakers, Medicare Advantage is going to be seen as a model for the healthcare system of the future. Um, you know, anyone looking at a progressive model of care that leverages the power of public and private sectors to improve outcomes, you know, can really look at the Medicare Advantage plans. You know, increasingly startups such as Bright Health, Clover Health, and some of the incumbents um, in, the, in the health plans, Anthem, United Healthcare, Humana, are all really looking at um, the Medicare Advantage plans um, as powerful tools to improve and measure outcomes, you know, looking, as we were just talking about, social determinants of health. Um, and Medicare Advantage plans operate under full risk for all medic uh, medical expenses. So there's a margin to fund solutions to problems like hunger and housing insecurity that have a real impact on health, but which otherwise maybe gets less um, investment. And I think the signups um, in 2019 are really going to continue. I see. And uh, what do you see for uh, 2019 uh, in the area of drug pricing? You know, I, th I think we're going to really make some progress on new models for drug pricing. I think uh, President Trump uh, continues to talk about um, drug pricing. Uh, Secretary Health and Human Services Alex Azar is talking about price uh, drug pricing. And the uh, administration recently um, has appointed uh, – um, John O'Brien as the, the drug pricing czar. Um, so, you know, the pharmaceutical companies are, are looking at, you know, some meaningful um, ways to address uh, drug pricing. And so with all this focus, I really think we're going to see some large leaps um, in 2019 as far as that, that area about pricing and the transparency about the drugs. All right. And so any major developments expected in the area of consumer experience this year? Yes. The consumer experience is really going to be in full focus, you know, and particularly as it relates to fin the financial experience. You know, there's, a, there's been an emphasis on the, uh, the customer experience um, and the economy as a whole. And, you know, I'm sure we're all familiar with this. Um, more than 80% of the companies, not just in healthcare, but all companies, um, expect the experience to be the key differentiator or the competitive advantage by 2020. So all companies are, are really looking at the, uh, the consumer experience. And, you know, that finding, um, you know, it applies across the board. We can see as an example of it in an industry that has been uh, very opaque in their approach to pricing. And we all see the commercials and that's in the used car and it's the, uh, the company Carvana. And it's making used cards, car purchases more user-friendly. Um, and they even have vending machines um, to dispense used cars. And so I think, you know, as used, if used cars can make their experience more user-friendly, more uh, better financial experience for the consumer, I, I really think healthcare can too. 
And as our patients and customers get used to that more heightened consumer experience in all their other transactions, um, they're going to start demanding it more of the healthcare industry as well. Excellent. Um, So how about um, among the many, many possible other subjects in healthcare finance uh, for 2019, anything else that uh, last items that you would highlight? You know, it really is a great time to be a healthcare leader. You know, I think we have to stay positive, uh, stay strategically nimble. I think the the changes, uh, you know, outline that that uh, that list of topics for 2019 um, are going to be challenging. But I think it's going to be, uh, you know, 2019 is going to be another exciting year to lead, and I think it's going to require all of us to. Uh, stay positive and and keep at it. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us today, Rick, on our the Voices in Healthcare Finance podcast. For more news and health and policy developments, please check out our news site at www.hfma.org forward slash news. This is Rich Daly for the Voices in Healthcare Finance podcast. Now it's time for Fast Five, a quick hit list about a trending healthcare topic. Today, five key considerations for healthcare organizations in 2019. Transformation, not incrementalism. Healthcare organizations must consider what patients want and align their brands and service levels accordingly. Apps to support healthcare providers. Healthcare providers should be able to access relevant data conveniently. Precision. Healthcare organizations can find opportunities in leveraging big data, AI, and other tools to enable better patient outcomes with better productivity. Collaborative disruption. Health systems and business partners can create sustainable value by establishing outcomes-focused relationships that enable true risk sharing. Priorities management. Healthcare leaders must make difficult decisions about whether to insource, outsource, or avoid based on the organization's strategy and mission. This list came from Winning Strategies to Transform Healthcare in 2019, the healthcare innovation column from the January issue of HFM Magazine. You can read the column by Jeff Martin of GE Healthcare Partners, as well as the rest of this month's issue at hfma.org hfm. Voices in Healthcare Finance is produced by the Healthcare Financial Management Association and written and hosted by me, Erica Grotto. Additional reporting this week was done by Rich Daly. Our president and CEO is Joe Pfeiffer. Special thanks to our guest, Rick Gundling, and our sponsor, GHX. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, share it with a friend or colleague. We want to bring you the content you'd like to hear, so please email us with your comments or ideas at podcast at hfma.org. 